I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson The Secret 2. I am joined by my wonderful mother, Carol Patterson. Hello. Thank you. No, 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 thank you. Um, we are taking time out of our vacation to do this podcast, so I hope everyone fucking appreciates it. <laughs> yeah, I should be walking around by the lake. We should no. be hiking and getting pissed on at the latest strip by now. Yeah, we'll just wait until the sun comes out. We'll could have a long wait. It's going to be a while. <laughs> In part one, we talked loads about motherhood and your upbringing and your childhood which by all accounts was just wonderful mm-hmm. wasn't it yeah um but i'd like to know a little bit more about adult carol Ooh. do you know what's weird right and i bet you loads of people listening to this will probably agree i until i was probably late 20s maybe even getting to 30 just always saw you as mum. Mm-hmm. and like obviously you are some mum, but i never you don't stop to see your parents as like individual identities you don't see them as like as women as, as wives, as like people's friends, they're just your mum. Mm-hmm. That's all you know them as. Yeah. So it was only until I got older that I started to think, God, actually, she's like a career woman and she's a friend and she's a friend of me and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think your dynamic with your mum or your dad, your parents, whatever, I think it changes loads as you get older. Yeah, no, no, I agree with that. Yeah. I think it does change. And I don't know when you've seen the change yeah. because I didn't see my mum yeah. as, as somebody different yeah. until I had yous. And once oh. I had me kids, yeah. I seen my mother in a completely different light. Yeah. So it's obviously, it wasn't that. It was uh-huh. obviously just an age thing because yeah. you haven't got the children, but you've seen us in a different light. Yeah. So it must be like a certain age and you get that. Yeah. But I, I thought it was when I had my kids, but I was 30. Oh, yes. So, and, and, age, so yeah, you're, you know, you probably hit that age and thought, oh, yeah, my mum is more to me mum than just my mum. <laughs> <laughs> but you do, don't yeah. you? Yeah. And it changes almost overnight. Like, I always just seen you as like a woman who protected us, who looked after us, yeah. was there for us when something went wrong. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, and it probably happened gradually, but for me, it just felt like overnight, I seen you as like my pal, right. as someone who I could like talk to and have a laugh with. And we've always had a great relationship, but I think in the last five years or so, it's just, it, it's really been cemented. That's lovely that you can feel like that. Yeah. Um, and I was probably always there for you, yeah. but you just didn't feel comfortable telling us things yeah. probably. 
Um, and then you get to a certain stage in your life and then you, you obviously think, yeah, yeah, I can't talk to him. You just kind of think, fuck this, I'm an adult as well. Yeah. Like, well, you're an equal. Right? You're an equal. And I'm, I'm not judging you now. Nah. And I'm not thinking you should be doing this and you should be doing that. I feel like you it's... are still judging me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Um, you know, you've got to make your own decisions. Yeah. I just like to think and hope that you can come to us and think, I can share that with your mum, knowing she's not going to judge us, but she might have some good advice because I've got mm. Loads of life experience. I know, and I used to hate taking advice from you when I was right. younger. Mm-hmm. And I think loads what of What does she know? Well, one of them, like, yeah, she doesn't understand. She doesn't know what it's like today. And then, honestly, it was again a couple of years ago where it all just dawned on us, and I was like, Jesus Christ, you, you ignorant little rat. Like, it was as if I just all, it all of a sudden it came like tumbling down around us, and I was like, they do know best. Yeah. Parents actually really do know best. <laughs> well, it's not that we're best all the time it's just we've done a lot of things yeah. just, just by sheer years yeah. do you know what i mean i've had 62 years here baby Woo-hoo! and i've done an awful lot of things yeah. that you know some things that you you won't ever want to do or haven't done yeah. but there'll be so, some things that overlap and i can maybe share a little bit of yeah. um my knowledge and, and advice yeah pearls of wisdom i would like to think <laughs> no i definitely yeah. think you can but like it, it has it's changed loads of the last few years and totally for the better like i absolutely love my relationship with my dad me too um yeah. i do think and i'm, I'm not going to dwell too much on the kid thing because we talked about it earlier but that is one thing that i'd worry about like now in my life i don't see where i'd fit a little girl or a little boy and i don't see where i'd fit having a baby um and I, I don't know when that mindset switch is going to happen. I don't know when that's going to change for I me. I worry about it. I try not to, and I just try and relax. Mm-hmm. But then every so often, I do get worried that, like I said before, the a fundamental part of being a woman is missing in me. Right. Where I have this, like, innate desire just to have a kid, or have a baby, or be a mother. Like, I had it a couple of years ago, right? And honestly, looking back, ma'am, I think it was because I thought I couldn't. Right. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like yeah. I actually yeah. thought to myself, I'd the trajectory I thought I was on, mm-hmm. I thought I was getting married, I thought mm-hmm. I was having a house and having mm-hmm. kids, and it all it all went away. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? The path totally changed. And I think because I'd had in, in, in my eyes that opportunity ripped away from us, mm-hmm. I wanted a baby or mother because, because I thought I couldn't yeah. have one. Yeah, yeah. And that's what happened. But that's not the right reason to have one. Couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. And I've realised the error of my ways. Yeah. Honestly, I'm so pleased everything that I thought I wanted didn't work out. When your life falls into place yeah. and you're really at the right stage yeah. and you really want one, yeah. you'll know. Yeah. yeah. And until then, don't That's... worry about it. Just yeah. enjoy your life and find the right person like you think you have. Yeah. And, and it'll all just happen. And I do hope, and like, and obviously that's like, but frankly, that's a fairy tale and all the rest of it. I do hope that one day I just wake up and I'm like, God, I'm in this really lovely relationship and I've got a nice house. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm just ready to do this. But you'll know. Yeah. Your body tells you. And, and it's the stupidest thing ever. But I was so ready to have a baby mm-hmm. when I had you. Yeah. But I was 29 when I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and honestly, it, it just seemed right. Yeah. And it, it, it was. It was the right time for me and your dad. Mm-hmm. I think, like, that's what I was saying there. So, like, I look at you now, Mum, and you've got me, and you've got Laura, and we've got all this great relationship, and that's the bit I'd be scared of. What, that you don't get that? Is that, like, actually, I never get that feeling when I'm in my 30s. Everybody's life's different. Yeah. I've got friends that haven't got children, and they're so happy. Yeah. They're happy with each other. They're happy. You know the most important thing? Being happy with yourself. Yeah, I know. If you are happy and content with yourself, 
you shouldn't worry about what anything else that happens. Mm. Just just be happy with your life, happy with yourself. And I am, I am, God, I am dead happy and I feel dead lucky. I'm having a really nice time. Just enjoy it then. Yeah. Just well, enjoy life. Don't worry about, don't try, fret all that don't big st- stuff. Don't stress the small stuff. <laughs> yeah, I just, I sometimes think, I look at all my mates and my sister and like everyone else cooing over babies. and. But like, they don't have the lifestyle you have. Yeah. Your life is completely different, and and I hope that you're loving life because you've got so many great things going on. You yeah. do such fun things. I know COVID's a bit different, and everybody's having a bit of a strange time at the moment. But normally, your life is absolutely amazing. You go to great places. Yeah. You do have some fabulous times. Yeah, soak it all in and enjoy it. And I do, you know, like I'm not being ungrateful. Don't I'm look not... at anybody else's life. Yeah, I'm not trying to compare. <laughs> I know it's a thief of joy and all that. But you know, when you're just like. Shit. Like, I I'm see. 80, Tim, I should be doing this. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not even that, but yes, I have said that before. Yes, all right. But no, I look, sometimes I look at women like at, at parties and they're all like literally like buzzing over babies, like they're cooing over them, like their ovaries are screaming, they're just mm-hmm. doing all the things you're meant to do, like giving their boyfriend the googly eyes. Like, <laughs> we could have yeah. one of these. This could be us. <laughs> and then I'm just sitting there thinking about my next job. Right. And I'm like, because oh, you're not ready to have one yet, then. So it doesn't just mean I'm a horrible person. Nah, who's not dead at all. inside. You know what it is. I used to love babies, but I used to love giving them back. Before I had you, I had never changed a nappy. I thought you meant when you had us. <laughs> I was like, no, it's too late to give you. It's but. too late to return one once they're out. <laughs> Sale or return. <laughs> Buy one, get one free. No. It wasn't like that at all. But no, I I think, yeah, I I love babies, but I love giving them back because I was still partying. I was still loving doing that side of life, which you are now. Yeah. Great. Enjoy it. Have your holidays. Do what you want. There'll come a time when you think, God, I think I've settled down. I want to have a baby. And and go go for it. Good then. But don't rush it. Don't think it's something you've got to tick off and got to do. Hear that idea. Yeah, me too, actually. Like, I don't want to be that person that rushes it. I mentioned it before, but mm-hmm. I just want the feelings of being ready and, and feeling yeah, ready yeah, well, to come before, the time will come. Well, I, miss, before you're 90. Before I miss you. Before I miss you, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I want what you've got with me and Nora. That I think we, I think that's something I would actually really miss. Mm-hmm. But you know, you can have that. You could have that relationship with the likes of Navy, or do you know what mm. I mean? It, it doesn't have to be your daughter. If that doesn't doesn't happen, I can't happen. Yeah. There's other people you can have that relationship with. That's a nice thought, isn't Get it? Get the bond with somebody else, and it, it, yeah, I, I could just be so. that cool rich aunt, right? Yeah. <laughs> Tear them out first night on the lounge. No, don't say rich. It's nothing to do with money. It's about. Oh, kids always like the rich relatives the most. Fuck off. I've had an auntie, right? I see. I put a problem. Yeah, right. She wasn't my real auntie. She was my mum's friend. Yeah, but I bet you called her auntie because she was wedged. Whenever she came. She she had kids really late, Uh right? So whenever she came, she used to spoil her. And she was that one that she didn't bring you a tube of Smarties. Uh It was the big tube of Smarties. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't just a little one. It was a big one. It was a real present. <laughs> and she always used to give me money when she left and was like, yeah, I love uh, Auntie Ethel coming. I am Auntie Ethel. <laughs> I'll, I, Auntie Ethel is life goals. But you know what it is? I loved all my other aunties as well. My Auntie Margaret wasn't forever buying us presents. She did buy us presents, obviously. She was a lovely, lovely lady. But Auntie Margaret was the nicest auntie oh, I ever no. had. I was lucky enough to meet Auntie Margaret. <sighs> My mum's sister, I oh, loved Auntie mom. Margaret. And she was just the nicest lady because she used to care about you. Yeah. She used to give you a time 
and, and listen to you and talk to you and she goes, yeah. So aunties have lots of roles to play. Okay, I'm going <laughs> to work out what my role is, I suppose. Maybe it's too young to, to know. Yeah, she still knows who loves her. Yeah, oh, I love her so much. Lots of cuddles. She is class. She is. Um, enough about babies. <laughs> <laughs> enough. Let's move on. I think I've said this so many times in interviews and I'll never get sick of saying it because I mean it. It's proper genuine. I think I don't think people say things like this enough. You are my hero. Oh my goodness. A shero, if you will. <laughs> it's like a female hero. All right. Okay. Shero. I haven't coined the term, don't get impressed. It sounded a bit rude. I thought it was going to be like a she-we. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to do something nice and you can't take it. I can't take it. No, thank you very much, darling. That's yeah, yeah. It's too late now, Karen. You fucked it. You fucked it. <laughs> no, I do appreciate you saying this, but I do get a bit um, funny, a bit yeah. embarrassed about no, it because... Um, I just think I'm just your man. Do you know what I mean? I think you you probably like I don't know if it's a northern thing or what, but obviously that's been my most experience. So I always go, I don't know if we do like if we take compliments. Yeah, well. yeah. I've I've read that that you've got to learn to say. You know when somebody says, "Oh, you look nice," you're like, "Oh, I just bought in a primal. Yeah, I got it in the sale. It's just cheap. It's just primal. And they said you shouldn't do that. I've read this, so now I try and say, "Oh, thank you very much." Yeah. So that's what I should have said to you no, instead no, of I, making a joke about you it. I'm trying harder. Yeah. But it's not that I'm not there yet. I'm no. not the finished article. It's a learning anyway. process, isn't it? <laughs> and I think you do like the instant your instant reaction when you get told something nice, getting the compliment is to deflect because mm-hmm. yeah. it's uncomfortable, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But I know some people who just love it. They're like, yeah, thanks. But no, I could be standing there in like Versace, and someone will go, oh, you look great. I'm like, thanks. It's just Primark. <laughs> I'll panic. I don't want to do with myself. I'll, I'll be stainless to put it together. <laughs> oh my god. Just something should not. I've had it for ages. <laughs> yeah, it's brand new. Tags are still on. It's a fortune. <laughs> we can't do it, can no. we? Just come to it, so, I won't I won't suck you off too much, but I will just say <laughs> you are my hero. Um and it's because I'm super proud of like of what of who of the woman you've become. Oh, and I've nice. seen the last thirty years of what you've had to go through to get here. Mm-hmm. Um and don't get wrong, I know you've you've had like an amazing life and you're super grateful. Um but it hasn't always been um, easy and it hasn't always been a bed of roses but over the last like five years I'd say you've completely overhauled your life and I think you're the happiest well one of the happiest I've ever seen you be mm-hmm. in your uh-huh. life yeah um and I think that's super inspirational that's nice I wouldn't say I'm the happiest I've ever been of course I am so happy mm-hmm. I am so happy so content with my life and I think I'm one of the happiest times I've ever been. Yeah. Um, because I've had lots of happy times over my life and I wouldn't like to put one above the other. No, Do you know no, what I mean? Totally. Um, because I was, most of my life I've been happy. Mm. I'm the type of person, if I'm not happy, I'll do something about yeah, it. Yeah, very proactive. Um, yeah, because I want to be happy. Yeah, you know, that's I'm not, the end goal for Yeah, I'm not one of these people who, who dwell on being miserable or being mm. poorly or anything yeah. like that. If I'm poorly or if I'm, I'm miserable or if there's something wrong, I try and fix it as soon as possible because uh, my philosophy in life is to be happy. Mm. I, I just want to be as happy as I can and, and make other people as happy as, as yeah. they can be. I hate seeing anybody miserable. No, I know. Um, and, Some people and, do just like being miserable, honestly, though, I, and, I I know. And I, like, look at solutions for them uh-huh. to try and oh, make them happy. Yeah, but the life right and they're like no can't do that <laughs> like, why could you just do this and do it? no couldn't do that like, you're right. 
Try three <laughs> times. In a I've got to go to take it. Three times in your house. Yeah, so that's right. So no, I, yeah, there's 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 only been a, a couple of times in my life that I haven't been happy, mm-hmm. and I've done something about it. Um, and and sometimes it can't be done as quick as you want it to be yeah. because it's it's a big decision yeah. and it's a hard decision. Um, and I think that's what you're alluding to in the last five years. I am, I am. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's your story to tell. No, it's not it is, it is. Um, I mean, I, we've talked about it. Yeah. I met your dad. I know I, we met at school when we were 11, but we didn't start going out when we were 11. God, that would be just ridiculous. You kissed him at 12, no, did not you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Got, got, got caught at school. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you slut. It was terrible. I think we were 11 or 12, and the teacher opened the door was standing kissing in the, in the, in the cloak room, as you did. I can't cope right. with okay. that. And he opened the door, and the whole class scene went, oh, God, that was so embarrassing. What a bastard. <laughs> what a bastard. What was his name? Mr. Barris. Mr. Barris, if you're listening, you're such a bastard. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. <laughs> he, was. he thought he was great, but hey, anyway, it was a laugh. Um, I was probably super embarrassed at the time, but I, I got over it. But no, we didn't start going out until we left school. Oh, all right. So I was 16, your dad was 15. <laughs> <laughs> you that, Jesus. Um, yeah, was the, the year we left school, and uh, yeah, just we had a great I mean, you have your ups and downs at that age, you know, you love a bit of drama in your life, of and course. whatever, whatever. Make enough break, but, yeah, it. yeah. But oh, no, on the whole, we were so happy. Um, and we were happy we got engaged when we were 19, and it was always Karen and John. Karen, we went everywhere. You were a pretty done, iconic couple, right? Done everything together. You were like the posh and becks of War's <laughs> End. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You were? Um, yeah, so we got married when we were 24, and then we had you. I was just just off 30 when okay. I had you, um, and Laura when I was 33. And I can honestly say, well, you know, you, you have arguments and ups and downs and things but on the whole we we were just so happy yeah. together we just we, yeah loved each other and but it people was just always perfect that i loved it as well. loved it like whenever i talk to any of my aunties and uncles and you know even just your pals who aren't your aunties uh-huh. and uncles but yeah, yeah, yeah. they always talk about how happy it is yeah yeah for years and years and years loved it i still love them actually oh, no there's nothing um, wrong with that like i've loved my dad yeah yeah but in a different way now well i'm not in love with them anymore um, because so much has happened, um, and I think it, a lot of people know this about mm. your dad. I don't know if you want to talk about this. Or not. It's totally up to you. It's your story. Um, I, he's got no secrets about it. No, you know, he, he, it's out in the open now yeah. because he's trying to do something about it. But he's an alcoholic, yeah. 
um, and it was, I know, it's hard to talk about actually, um, and, and it's it's a long time ago, but yeah, it was hard, it yeah. was a horrible life for about five years, um, and you'll know it, you've lived yeah. through it, and uh, he struggled, he really, really struggled, he, he tried, oh, we well, tried lots to get help for him in lots of different ways, but it's a disease, yeah, it is. and and I go, I, and I did go, and I still do a little, little bit, go from feeling so sorry for him, yeah. because it's a disease, and yeah. he's got no control over it, and I, I hate that, that it's got to him, yeah. um, to the, can I say it? Say it. bastard. <laughs> you don't like podcasts. bastard that's spoiled our life. Yeah. No, no, that's, but um, I think and I that's, that's the, genuinely how yeah. I feel. But I don't think um, you'd be human, unless you did that flip-flop. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, there must be some brilliant, benevolent people out there who can just go, it's a disease, and you're poorly, and we should all feel sorry. And, and a lot of people have said that to me, oh, but you do know it's a disease. Uh, yes, I do, because have I've you lived with but it. But have you lived with it? Have, did they live with it when I had to go to work, and I used to have to take the car keys, the spare car keys, the house keys, Laura's keys, his wallet, my purse, any credit cards, lock every, any drink away, not have drink in the house. You know, every day was a challenge. Yeah. And when I come back, I didn't used to want to come back from work yeah. because I never knew where I was coming back to. You would be lying on the floor in a pool of blood or sick or poo, or whatever it was. And it was like he I, I, I had fallen down the stairs. Or I don't know how many times I was in hospital with them. It's just the police were called. It was, I, and, and I just got to the stage where they, this is not my life. I'm not this person. Yeah. Why, why am I living this life? I, I, I'm a nice person. <laughs> you are a nice, I just want to be happy. <laughs> and I was, it was getting me depressed, and yeah. I'm not a, a person that gets you depressed. You can see that you're very positive. And I couldn't, I couldn't live with it. No. And I put, not put up with it. I, I wanted to help him for years and years and years. And then it got to the stage where I realised I couldn't help him. You can't help anybody who doesn't want to help themselves. Well, that's right. That's right. And everybody says, "Oh, he's got to find his loan." I'm like, "What the bloody hell is his loan going to be?" You know, he used to pawn watches that his, his uncle had given him yeah. just to buy a drink. The best one was, I got a phone call one day, and it was, do you want another wine tasting? And I went, wine tasting? No, Max, stop it. <laughs> well, you have wine tastings about once a month. I'm like, no, I don't. When oh, I was at work, he was having this company and doing wine tasting. <laughs> we shouldn't laugh, but oh, God, God, it was so, so clever yeah. at how we used to do it. But, um, yeah, it was unbelievable. But yeah, you know, I, I don't want to speak ill of him because he's still a lovely man. Yeah. He's just not the man for me. And, and you, but you know what was the weirdest thing? I would never ever have left your dad. I know you wouldn't. Yeah. I loved the very bones of him and I, I would never have left him. And I thought that was my life because your grandmas were together, your, you know, but the great grandmas. What you we were married forever. People see you just married stay married forever. forever. Yeah. And um, unbelievably, when I did have the guts to actually leave him, yeah. because it took a hell of a lot yeah. for me to do that. And you know, I, 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 the worst part for me was telling your grandma. Oh, God, that broke my heart. I had to go and tell my own mother that I was leaving your dad. And it, well, it broke my heart. Oh. And I thought she was going to be so upset. <laughs> and you know, she was like, I'm surprised you put up with it. For <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And everybody said the same. Well, it was surprised you stuck it for so long. You were the hardest on yourself. I didn't know people knew how bad he was. But do you know what I mean? I, I was living, trying to live this life. I went to work and I never told anybody at work. Yeah. I, my life was great when I was at work. Yeah. And I could live, live that life. But yeah, it wasn't until then that I, I learned to love myself. 
and it was going on a trek to China, would you believe? Mm-hmm. I went on a trek, trek to China and there was a lot of other women that were, had been in a similar situation mm-hmm. or, you know, different situations, but had, had not left, 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 left the, husbands, the husbands yeah. or left a relationship and, and had moved on with their life. Mm-hmm. And I thought, God, there is life after that. Yeah. So I, I got the courage and it still took us another two or three years after that yeah. to do it. But after I've done it and now, I found myself. Yeah, that's I, what I, I, that's what honestly, I that's what I'm I such a different person now. Yeah. And I've got to thank your dad for that. Because I always think things happen for a reason. Uh-huh. And at the time, I was like, I don't know what the reason for this, this is. is. This is what shit. is the bloody reason yeah. I've been put through this hell? Because mm-hmm. it was at the time. It was like three or five years of hell. Um, but now I know. Yeah. Because I, I know myself now. I've got such an amazing life, and mm-hmm. when you say I've got the best life ever, yeah. I have got the best life ever. But I don't like to say it's it's the only time I've had of a best life not. because I've had a great life at other times. But yeah, I've got the best life. I mean, my job is going on holidays for a living. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know me, Mum takes blind people on holidays. She's the sighted guide. I'm not the sighted guide, to be honest. I have sighted guides. Oh, these people get my job right. Sorry. I'm Sorry. a tour manager. She's, I have you know. She's in charge of sighted guides. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not precious about it. It is the best job ever. I love it. And I've met the most lovely man. I know. Loving me life. I know. Phil. We I love just Phil. Love Phil. <laughs> and I, I just always think to myself, you know, I would never have met him yeah. if it hadn't been for me and your dad splitting up. Do you know what? And I it's actually, just so nice. I just, yeah, I just so, love me life. You're so happy. I am. It's so I am. lush. I am. I was a bit immature when my mum first started going out with Phil. I'll hold my hands. <laughs> I just, despite everything my dad had put her through, had this like really childish idea that he was just going to get better and be the man that we all used to remember and we were going to get back together and happily ever after. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I think your Laura still thinks that. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Ben. Poor Ben. <laughs> Growth, Laura. Yeah, it's never, never going to happen, Laura. Yeah. I'll tell you now. So, no, when my mum first started going out with Phil, I um, called him Phyllis. Because it wasn't, it was her grandma <laughs> who started that because she didn't want to tell your granddad that I met somebody else because my dad's got dementia and, and he wouldn't have understood. And I totally understood why she did it. So she'd said, Oh, Carol's going out with her friend tonight. Yes. And he said, Oh, who's that? Just, she just quickly had to think something because she didn't want to tell him it was a man. So she said, Oh, Phyllis. <laughs> so, so it stuck. So that's, why, Phyllis. so that's why we kept calling him Phyllis. But now, Phil is. You give him the third degree the first time you met him. I'm well, went to your house, it was like, What's your intentions to my mother? I'm like, Oh my God. Right, I'll okay. never see this man again. Oh, God. But you've got right, Mum. I was just protective. <laughs> I was just trying to be protective. It was the first fella I'd ever seen with other than me, Dad. And I wanted to make sure his intentions were pure and wasn't just after your body. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll be right. <laughs> no, but honestly. So, like, we are, Phil's here, that Phil's on this hiking trip with work. He's a lovely man. <laughs> he makes you so happy. Yeah. And I couldn't be, I couldn't be more happy for you. Oh, that's lovely. That's really nice to hear. But yeah, it does, right, this is Vicky Patterson, The Secret. And uh, on every episode, we ask our lovely guest to give our listeners one of their more profound pearls of wisdom. And haven't talked to you for the last hour or so, I think it's pretty obvious what I want your secret to be. There will be women listening to this who are in relationships that probably aren't making them happy anymore. There will be women who are claiming to stop something because they've got good memories of a person and they don't think there's a life for them after. They don't see a way out. Or there'll be women who are in jobs they don't like because they think, oh, I'm in my 50s, you know what I mean? Or even, oh, I'm in my 30s, I might just stick at it. I want you, 
because honestly, I think you have found happiness in your fifties to discuss what, what your secret is to finding yourself in your fifties. Yeah. It's a big one, Carol. It's a big it one. Is. Yeah. Well, no better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but unbelievably, yeah, I was fifty-seven, and I was at that stage. God, who is going to want me? Yeah. How the answer to that, by the way, is fucking everyone. She's brilliant. <laughs> Join the queue. <laughs> Orderly fashion, fellas. <laughs> I love it. Um, no, you know, it's being true to yourself. I, over the years, I've tried to be true to myself. Mm. But there was times when I was in jobs and I would like try to be somebody that I thought they wanted us to be. Yeah. And I've done that so many times in my life. Didn't think I was quite good enough, but I'll try and be that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm not. No, you're not. You are so, so yourself now. <laughs> it's so it's liberating. Yeah. What you see is what yes. you get. So I can talk to anybody from like little Mavie, okay? Because yeah. <laughs> I talk to Mavie all the time, as you know, <laughs> um, to um, Piers Morgan on the, uh, the television. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care who I speak to, yeah. they will get this person because this is me. And you're and this is, yourself. I, I love myself. Yes. I love where I come from. I come from the best family ever that, you know, like I've talked about. I love my family to bits. I'm a real family person. Mm. I love my friends as well. I like to think I'm quite loyal with people. But loving yourself it's got to come from that mm-hmm. and if you can be just your authentic self be mm. yourself and have and honestly, faith as well yeah. have faith in who you are what you are is good enough yeah. it's good enough for you mm-hmm. so if it's not good enough for anybody else then it's them that's got the problem mm. and i don't care anymore yeah. you know I'll, I'll be who i am from now until i pass on which is not going to be until i'm 100 by the way Mario. i'm going to get me telegram off the queen are you mad you'll go nowhere <laughs> like you will outlive everybody i think it'll just be you and the cockroaches <laughs> <laughs> but i do i would say it, it's hard yeah. being yourself because sometimes you think you you know you listen to this little demon in your head in who a tells cr- you you're a critic that's mm. right you've got to be this person or you've got to do and that you've got, you've got to, to be... speak with a good accent yeah. you know how how many times people told me i'd never go anywhere because of my accent yeah, yeah. Well, fuck off. <laughs> well, I always thought your swearing was a problem, do you know what I mean? I was like, oh my God, that potty mouth. I used to always say she's got a potty mouth. And now it's just part of you, isn't it? Yeah. I've just got to put up with it. It's me USP. <laughs> Still didn't like it, though. I, I, should. Should. <laughs> I try to not say the C word. Uh, that is the one thing I don't oh, like, and you know I don't like Don't tell us about me on podcast. But no, I think to sum it up, succinctly finding yourself in your 50s was about letting go of what everyone else thought of you and what you thought everyone else wanted you to be and just feeling like you could just be yourself be me because it's good enough you are good enough (laughs) anyone listening know this you are good enough and anyone who makes you feel like you're not deserve to be in your life that's right that's right move on Mom, I love you. I love you too. <laughs> well, everybody, that was my lovely mom. She's gone now, so I can actually say these things without embarrassing her further. Um, I know everyone thinks their mom's the best. Um, and I, when I say that, I am being pretty biased. Like we've, we've all got the other moms. Um, but she, she has been um, like probably the biggest influence on my life and she is the reason I am who I am today. I'll always be very grateful to her um, for everything she's done and it is lovely to see her be so happy now. Um, and she won't mind me saying this, do you know what I mean, she won't talk, but she's had some pretty hard times in her life, but the strength she's shown 
um, it's, it's, it's just incredible. So now to see her now, family, they super happy, great job, great fella, lovely grandbabies, great, great family in general. It gives me hope, and he used to always give me hope, that even when I wasn't with the right person, or probably was having a bit of a tough time, like your happily ever after is definitely out there, as long as you believe in yourself and you know that you deserve it. So yeah, so if anybody is listening to this and think, God, I don't like the job, or God, I'm not sure I'm with the right man, then trust that there is something better for you out there. You deserve it. <laughs> Woo! Getting a bit teary now, so I'm going to stop. <laughs> that was um, a lovely episode. I hope you guys love listening to it as much as I love making it. I know it was a bit different from the celeb guest this week. It's my lovely mommy bear. Um, but yeah, if you are loving listening to Big Person Secret 2, there are so many of us to listen to if you haven't, particularly just new today. Um, oh, I think we're kidding me, 20 guys. We're flying. So, yeah, so there's a whole catalogue to enjoy. Um, please tell your friends about work, leave a review, do all of the normal podcasty things. Um, and also, you can email us at thebigpassingpodcast at gmail.com um, and send in any of your opinions. Oh, if there's any guests you really want to have on, send them in there. Uh, yeah, so thank you very much, guys. I think that's a great week.